Welcome to the Rob and Kale Podcast. Rob Sanders. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kiss my ass. Kale Carolina Jackpot Hall. Kiss his ass. Kiss your ass. Happy Hanukkah. The Rob and Kale Podcast. And welcome into the Rob and Kale Podcast. Thanks for joining us this evening. My name is Rob Sanders. I come to you from Columbia, South Carolina. My buddy, Carolina Jackpot, is the number one Gamecock YouTuber on the planet. Putting out some great content here lately, Jackpot. Jackpot, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. I hope you are, and I uh, appreciate the introduction and uh, the, the kind words. It means a lot. It really does. There you go. Uh, shout out to the folks already lining up in the chat room, including Brock, <clears throat> Travis, Daddy-O, uh, the Uncle Lou, I mean, he's got to have the in front um, of it. Like, and hey, and hey, I'm I'm all about competing over here on YouTube right now. So if anybody be kind enough to go over to Big Ball Daddy's channel, and I I don't like to take views or subscribers or anything away from anybody, but let everybody know on there the circle jerk that he's doing with uh, Boogie Bentley of the Talking Balls Network that uh, the Carolina Jackpot and um, Rob Sanders, Robin Kell show is live now. So. Uh, that some of those people can stop watching that uh, visual diarrhea and get on over here and watch something meaningful. Well, those sure guys, um, those guys, by the way, they uh, they blocked Carolina Jackpot from the channel even after he gave them uh, he gave them super chats. And yeah, well, I, w- I was able to comment this time because this was being broadcast on BVD. TV, um, as it is known, um, supposedly, um, not on the, um, the, uh, nutless, uh, wonder, uh, the talking balls network. Uh, but, uh, at any rate, yeah, something like that. Nick, Nick Marshall says my wife's boyfriend entered the transfer portal today. He said after much thought and prayer, it was what he had to do. He did, however, thank us for the growth and support. Uh, by the way, with the, the phrase, and I'm stealing this from the Mazad cast, by the way, which it, you should, the Mazad cast is great. Go and listen to the Mazad cast. But Mazad cast, their thing is uh, right now we're in the, the season of with that being said, because everyone that's entering the transfer portal, they'll say pretty much the same thing. I want to thank God. I want to thank my family. I want to thank the coaching staff. I want to thank the fans and all the growth that I had at insert program here. And then the next line is, with that being said, I'm fucking leaving. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, somebody writes, somebody writes all that for these guys. They don't, they don't write that shit. Well, it's funny. It is funny. It's all, Uh, it's all scripted. I mean, just, I mean, I'm never mind. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hate on anybody. But I mean, if you. I, but I mean, well, he did transfer from us, so it doesn't matter. But if you overheard Gene Bell give uh, a post-game interview, now there are some players that are very articulate and can really, you know, spin a yarn for you. But if you listen to him talk on some of his interviews, um, I mean, man, Kate Harley string a couple of sentences together. Okay, I, I don't think he he wrote that big long soliloquy. But um, if anybody believes it. Well, power yeah. to you. Whatever on that. Anyway, um, we'll bring that up tonight. We're also going to talk about, I mean, it literally is, with that being said, hashtag Mazodcast that came from them. Uh, they're on top of it over there. But anyway, 
I uh, also want to talk about the uh, the postseason awards and how, my God, Jackpot, there are some pissed off people about that. We'll get into that. And I can't remember what the other thing was, but it'll come to me. Anyway, um, let's thank our sponsors, Callaway's Bar and Grill. Of course, out in West Columbia, they sponsor the uh, the Bowl Challenge now. I will have that form up in the next couple of days. The first picks are on December 16th. You'll have one form with all of the bowl games on it with the current spread that's there. And you pick one time and you see if you can win. All right. Same as before. Uh, I will uh, post the link here in just a little bit. $20 just like it was before. Someone, I think last year's winner got like 16, 1700 bucks. Nice way to pay off Christmas. All right. So there's that. Yeah. And, and, anyway. and, and speaking of, of people wanting money, uh, Carlos Klein, who won the uh, Callaway's College Football Pick'em Challenge, uh, was sent $2,400 Monday evening. So, yep. congratulations to him. Somebody's getting new shoes for Christmas. Yeah. And he also got a championship shirt that says that he is the winner of the, uh, the regular season challenge. So, yeah, uh, Big Barney Ross says 1600 ain't uh, ain't uh, touching this bill. Jay says, Rob, since you don't like sleeves, do you put a skirt on your tree? Poor Jay. <clears throat> Billy anyway. says he already paid. Did you get my money? Yes, I did. I have it. I'm, I'm <laughs> spending Billy- on lottery <laughs> tickets, so thank you. Yeah, how, how did Billy send you the money? With a crow? The hell, he doesn't have PayPal. He doesn't know what that he is. He does. He actually does. Yeah. He didn't mail it to me this time, like he said. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, thanks to Callaway's. Nick also, that's a badass hat. Uh, yes. Thank you. I got it. Badass hats for us. Yeah. You should have bought two one to shit in and the other to cover it up with. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I don't like it. I don't shit in my hats. So I oh, shit in the toilet was- and then I wipe it off with, with toilet paper and, and or. If I've ate a really large meal and I can't wipe my behunkus good because my belly's in the way, I get a wet wipe. Okay, I didn't need to know all that. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, I mean, we're going to take calls in a moment, but uh, let's thank uh, Dennis Wilson from DNC Trucking and Transport. Fireside Chats with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, tell us a story. All right, let's see what we got here today. Uh, sucks to be a Gamecock. Let's all laugh at my team's fan base that is so happy over a win over Clemson. Clemson will get at least $30 million for playing in the Orange Bowl, which is about six times more than my team will get playing in the Gator Bowl. We are not the same. Sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. That message courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. We appreciate uh, Dennis for uh, sponsoring the show. I just think it's his third year doing it, fourth year. I can't remember. Dennis loves the show. I don't know. He's, he's, been, he's been rocking it the long way. <laughs> All right. So, Jackpot, I want to talk a little bit about the awards. There are some. Uh, there are a lot of Tennessee folks that are upset that Hendon Hooker didn't go uh, to the uh, get to go to New York for the Heisman Trophy ceremony. Are, are you in that boat? Do you think that he should have gone? Well, I mean, as much as I love to troll the Tennessee man and make fun of him, uh, I, I I do. I mean, I think that he had the numbers. Um, he had a great season. He had a great season. And, 
he was on trajectory to have an even better season. I mean, you got to figure he would have thrown for like 300 yards against Vanderbilt. He would have lit it up, probably thrown for five touchdowns, ran for another. Um, it just, I mean, it's just not right. I mean, if he had gotten injured halfway through the season, I get it. But, I mean, he made it through the season. He made it through. But well, one damn I, game. I mean, come on. That, that, that there I'm with thing. you on that. But here's the thing. Why is it that we're not looking at Will Rogers from Mississippi State? He had more completions than Hendon Hooker had attempts. And that's a that's a fact. He he completed 386 passes. Uh, Hooker com- uh, attempted 329 passes. Also, he threw for 34 touchdowns to 27 for Hooker, and he was sacked about the same amount of times. So how many touchdowns did he, he run? Has better for numbers. Uh, I have to look at the run, running numbers. I don't know what uh, I have to well, look and see. I mean, he played has. on he played on a crappy team, though. I mean, well, and that's fair, but. Stetson Bennett had better numbers than than Hendon Hooker as well. So, I don't know. And the whole thing with that is, the whole thing with that is, is that the Heisman Trophy is a joke. They always give it to a quarterback. They never look at, you know, and, and they never really look at the defensive side of the ball. It's just funny that the numbers show that as far as passing, Will Rogers was the best in the conference. No one's even talking about that, but not that I'm on the real the the what numbers were better for Will Rogers. Okay, he threw for seven more touchdowns and he threw for 600 more yards. I know that that pisses off the Tennessee fans, but that's facts. Facts don't have feelings. Tennessee fans do, and those uh those facts hurt their feelings. So there's that. I, I don't know, Rob. I guess I guess Mississippi State just is not as sexy. Of a program is Tennessee. Oh, is he? Oh, and Sancho says uh, he's talking about Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett threw for three hundred more yards than uh, than Hendon Hooker did uh, on the season. And yep, he threw for three hundred more yards. There's there's not as sexy as, as Tennessee, I guess. Tennessee is the blonde with the long legs and them double D's, brother. Mississippi State's kind of like, you know, the, the, the fat lunch lady with a wart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't mean that. I mean, that, that that's a little bit harsh. but That's a little bit harsh. Well, that's look, and, and I can get I can get behind the comment, the fact there that. There are girls uh, double D's in acne, okay? How about that? Yeah, I, I, I can get with the fact that, hey, they threw for, uh, <laughs> um, is that uh, Mississippi State? And that's not the same thing. I get that. But here's the other thing, too. If you're a Heisman voter and you look at the head-to-head, Bennett won the head-to-head. Doesn't that mean anything? Those two squared off against each other. Bennett had a better game than he did. I guess that doesn't matter. But what do I know? The other thing is Josh Heupel won the SEC Coach of the Year. And, I mean, I guess that's fine. But you can make an argument that uh, Brian Kelly should have uh, at least been in the mix for that. And you got to give Shane Beamer props, too. Shane Beamer also beat Josh Heupel. I guess that doesn't matter. But what do I know? So Brock says, with the right lighting, that wart looks cute. (laughs) 
Yeah, with the right alcohol as well. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, anyway, look, and, and here's the thing. I'm sure that when we open the phones in a minute, the Tennessee fans will call up and they'll say things like, uh, what was Chris talking about earlier? How many attempts and blah, blah, blah. I know that you have to worship the Hendon Hooker penis. I'm just giving you an outside perspective. I don't give a shit who wins the conference player of the year. I don't give a shit who wins the Heisman. The Heisman's a fraud. Jackpot did a video on that the other day, and he laid it out perfectly. You should be subscribed to the channel. Go go and watch that. Oh, Papa B down here. He says, guess who comes to Columbia next year to push that doo-doo in for the Gamecocks? Mississippi State. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they have such a good history in Columbia. Oh, there we go. Keep on talking that shit. My bleach going to run the score up on y'all. Mississippi State uh, fans talk shit. I didn't know that. I, I, apparently they do. Okay. We're not Arizona. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm not. I'm not uh, going to make fun of them. I mean, we're not. I mean, we we have no room to talk. I'm not, I don't have anything bad to say about them. I really don't. I was wrong talking about the lunch lady thing. I'm yeah. sorry. Let me give Chris Foster credit here. He says Kirby got it from the coaches. Hypo got it from the AP. Um, look, and you can't really argue with uh, with Kirby Smart getting it either. So, I mean, there's that. But I'm in the camp of. If you have like, and I'm not saying that it's easy, but Shane Beamer got eight wins from that South Carolina team uh, with not as much talent as everybody else. You also have to look at Brian Kelly in his first year at LSU, won the West in his first year. Yeah, they got their dicks handed to them in Atlanta, but they were in Atlanta. Well, they put some points up in Atlanta too. So there you go with that. Uh, put some points up in Atlanta. Uh, if they knew how to, if they knew the rules of football and the fact that a fucking blocked field goal is a live ball, um, you know the score of that game might be what forty three thirty. Then you know <laughs> it, it looks a lot different, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Uh, it's only, it's only. I mean, th then you're thinking, well, hell, <laughs> I I'm with you, jackpot. Harry Lexay LSU uh, put up garbage shorts. No, it didn't. That's not that's not totally true. It's not totally true. It's not totally true at all. That uh, game had a very that game had a, a kind of feel like the, the Gamecock uh Arkansas game to me. Mm -hmm. What do you mean by that? The way that Arkansas I, I don't was know. early and it was over? It's, it's one team was really able to move the ball a little bit against the better team, uh, but the better team was still like just a little bit far out ahead of the not-so-good team uh, because of jumping on them early. The other one just couldn't come, quite come back. And, you know, and then, and then the final score looked a little bit more lopsided than it really was. That's what I'm All right, so, and by the way, the head-to-head, -head, uh, in my mind, means something. All right, look, Tennessee finished 10 and 2. That's a great season for them. Their matchup against the Georgia Bulldogs, though, uh, Stetson Bennett goes, throws for 257 and two TDs, also ran for a TD. Hinden Hooker throws for a buck 95 with an interception, and he ran for 17 yards. So when they were on the field together, unless you're saying that, you know, Tennessee is shit on offense, I mean, you can have it, you can't, you know, talk out of both sides of your mouth there. It's one way or the other. 
So Mayhem Matthew says 35-7, come on, jackpot. You really believe UGA kept the same energy in the second half? I mean, well, I should have, right? Theoretically. You know, under Kirby yeah, I mean, Smart, I mean, he's such a such a disciplined coach. I mean, he he keeps the hammer down. I mean, you know, he he keeps those guys locked in for four quarters. Go, guys! That's what we four quarters we and we locked in. I, don't, I mean, come on! I don't know. You should have kept the same energy, oh, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, can you not get jacked up for the SEC championship game? I mean, I don't get that. Mm-hmm. But. I think the old fake Cajun came and, and developed a decent game plan in the second half. It was just too little, too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, Connor O'Gara asked uh, Tennessee receiver Jalen Hyatt if the Volunteers would beat Georgia in a rematch, and he said 42-35 us with Hooker and Tillman healthy. Hmm. Okay. You know what? Connor O'Gara that? Wrestling, uh, that would be Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee. Well, I don't he think anybody ever accused played him Georgia of being right. Again, that that would, that that would, uh, <clears throat> that that's what would happen. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't really know how intelligent Mr. Um, Mr. Hyatt is. So, look, but, and, yeah. and let's make sure Georgia fans over there, I didn't say that. Jalen Hyatt said that. So Travis Roll with a great quote from uh Todd Ellis. Oh, we don't care. We don't care. Fuck Todd Ellis. Uh, no, fuck you. Fuck, fuck Todd Ellis. Talk, talk about him like that. Uh, uh fuck off. You'd like oh, we can sir. There's an archive. He, he's a hell of a lot damn better than that wet fart y'all got. I will not sit here and let you disgrace the good goddamn name of Don Munson on this show. He makes my ears fucking bleed. Todd Todd Ellis is so shitty, he has to have a day job. (laughs) No, Todd Ellis is just so in in demand that he couldn't quit his day job, even though, I mean, he was offered a position at ESPN. That's all I've been told. For, For what? To bring Chris Berman water? (laughs) <laughs> not on TV. No, not, no, he's going to do the eleven o'clock show. Oh Jesus! Anyway, all right. Well, jackpot. Why don't we open it up for phone calls here? We'll let some folks get into the mix here. Uh, phone lines are open 803-470-2905. If you want to, uh, the stuff that we talked about this evening, have at it. Also, uh, and actually, we're going to we'll we'll do some of this on Sunday too. Uh, what bowl game are you jacked to see that doesn't involve your team? Big Barney Ross says, brace yourselves, opting out, quitting comments are coming. <laughs> but, um, uh, says, uh, where, is, where the F is begging Megan? I don't know. No clue. Um, Brad, Brandon says, Todd Ellis is the last Gamecock quarterback to be drafted. Can you put in, in, in um, perspective oh, how Anthony damn Wright sad that is? How fucking Didn't sad is Anthony that? Wright- Anthony Wright didn't get drafted. I'm not being a smartass. I thought that he did. I know that he played. I mean, He's got I know a super he played game. in the NFL. I don't know that he got drafted or not. I, I maybe it was somebody that had, was drafted in the first couple of rounds or something. First three, I don't know. I know he played for who? The Cowboys. Um, Anthony Wright played for the Steelers. 
He played for the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Bengals, and the Giants up until 2007. He was undrafted. Damn, he was just a regular uh, utility or uh, what was it, journeyman, Rutney? He he, and I'm not I'm not saying this in a disrespectful way to Anthony Wright, but Anthony he's Wright like, was basically Charlie Whitehurst. He was all over the place. He was like the Daryl. He's like the Daryl Evans of the NFL. Yeah, he was all over the place. Uh, Thompson says Garcia. I don't think that Garcia was drafted either. Uh, I have to look that up. Stephen Garcia was was not drafted, if I don't remember correctly. He, I think he got drafted in the CFL. And I'm not throwing shade at Steven Garcia. I'm just saying. Um, I don't think that. Uh, Baba B says, can Jackpot talk about Gamecock men's basketball team? You see improvements as the year goes on. Well, I mean, they came back and won the game Saturday. So, I mean, that, and they were down by 11 points. Came back and won the game in overtime on the road against Georgetown. Now, and Patrick Ewing uh, over there on the sideline for Georgetown right now. This is not the this is not the caliber of the team that Patrick Ewing played on. So it's not exactly the same as Georgetown. But I mean, when we lost to a dead president by thirty points on the previous Wednesday night, I guess it was an improvement. Hey, caller, hold on. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. You did lose to a dead president, so that's that's true. <laughs> Sorry, jackpot. Uh, caller, welcome to the program. Hello. Thanks for contributing absolutely nothing to the show. <laughs> but enjoy the rest of it. Hopefully someone else will call and have something that's uh, worthwhile. 803-470-2905. I don't think he's throwing for 300 yards, but... We'll see. Um, Daddy Daddy O says Dion is going to get clipped if he keeps stealing kids and coaches. We need to talk about him. Yeah, we do. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Okay. Hello. Hello. Um, I don't know. Peace on earth. <laughs> Is there something wrong with the phone lines? No, you can't hear him, Jackpot. Hold on. No. Yeah, I mean, I can. Uh, no, hold on here. Hold on just a second. Uh, Jackpot, he asked you what you wanted for Christmas. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Who, so who you? This the caller asked what you wanted for Christmas, sir. I I don't know at this point. I haven't really thought about it. All right. Well, caller, that jackpot hasn't really thought about it yet. But what do you what do you uh, think? I, yeah, I don't really know. Yeah, the jackpot. Oh, I can know. hear him. Yeah. Okay. So he can hear you, jackpot. There you go. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just uh, that's okay if you don't know what you want for Christmas. You got a few days to figure it out, jackpot. But uh, I just have a, another question. Um, if uh, not if so, I guess uh, jackpot's been dealing with a, a five star recruit been kind of toying with him not knowing if he's committed or not kind of acting like zach evans type of guy uh yeah do you have final words on that on that uh on the recruiting trail specifically about that five-star recruit well yeah i i i, I don't take issue with the decommitment but i i just take i take issue with the way that uh the decommitment was handled and that instead of of calling me or, or either writing me a letter uh, and letting me know. 
Um, it was just broadcast on YouTube, and I didn't even really know about it until probably a couple, three hours later. So uh, at any rate, I mean, it still hurt my feelings a lot when I did find out. So it's really not like it would have mattered if I had found out sooner. But uh, I just felt like I was owed that little bit of uh, respect, you know. But hey, life goes on, and I'm gonna keep on. Uh, I'm gonna keep on hunting for uh, for that special athlete. Welcome to the program. Oh well. With that being said, <laughs> jackpot's gonna be searching. Okay, fair enough. Uh, 803-470-2905. The number's rolling across the bottom there. Uh, Brandon says jackpot deserves respect. Okay. Let's go back out to the phones. Welcome into the program. Good evening. I, I was just, I was wondering who y'all have for husband this year. Uh, I, I, I'm going to vote for jackpot. Jackpot. No. I'm voting for jackpot. No, Go look up I'm the not. stats. Outstanding. Are you being serious? Um, uh, what? <laughs> I guess that made him mad. I said I was going to vote for jackpot, and he got he got mad. I can vote for whoever I want. If he asked me who, who I had for the husband, I'd much rather it go to jackpot. Did he, he ask you who, who was going you you were going to vote for? Yeah, he said, no, he said, who do you got? I don't have a vote. I'm just saying, I, I think he was implying if we did. I said, if I did, I'm voting for jackpot. There oh, okay. Yeah. That's what that's what was happening there. Welcome to the program. Good evening. You know, I think I can speak for everybody that was listening on Sunday night on the show that it's not like jackpot necessarily was rolling out the red carpet. First of all, he didn't seem interested at all in anything I was saying. Um, and what I said in my decommitment video was true. Um, you know, he, he basically told me there was no room for me. Is basically what he told. I mean, that is what he told well, me. I mean, I, that I, is mean I, me. I, I agree. I do need to upgrade facilities here. And, and that and that's something yeah, I need I mean, to work on. But, but, but you had warned I mean, me not, up some random two star that you can just sweep under the rug. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I understand we need all that. And cocaine, sir. If you're going to bring in that kind of recruit, we're going to need whores and heroin. Get with it, jackpot. Um, I mean, honestly, I didn't even know if jackpot thought I was serious <laughs> because he really didn't have anything to say at all. I mean, I basically called called you and um offered me a commitment on your behalf kind of well i mean uh, there's you, you more than one way to skin a cat and, and funny you want to talk about feelings what about my feelings sir how what do you think i felt when you were completely disinterested uh that i wanted to come take you to lunch that hurt uncle I was not disinterested. how was i disinterested i mean you were disinterested you didn't Jack, say I, anything I, I at all you, you basically looked at Ziggy and 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 I was like you, I was dumbfounded and, and just didn't know how to respond because I was so like overwhelmed with like oh my god you know that kind of like is this really happening and 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 then it just gets swept out from under the under my feet you know 
I mean, I, I do need to upgrade facilities, though, and, and that's a, that's on me, you know, but I could have put you up at a Howard Johnson's. It's not like I wouldn't have. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I mean, it's not – I don't think it's right that you somehow think your feelings are more important than mine, though. You don't really feel that way, do you? Aren't our feelings equal? Well, I mean, my feelings are more important to me than than your feelings are to me. Um, just being frank, and I'm not being a selfish bastard, but that that's just the I'm way it is. Selfish to me, Jackpot. My because nobody's going to look out for your feelings but yourself. Right, let, let's ask the wife. If Jackpot says my feelings are more important than yours, is that selfish? Um, that's when I yeah, that's when she stopped speaking. So you need to apologize. I think you should apologize, to Uncle Luke. I really do. No, I'm not looking for an apology. The, my recruitment is a business matter, not a personal matter. So I mean, I'm not looking for any types of apologies. And and let's be real, I'm still looking to possibly at some time in the future take an official visit uh, to the Greenville area uh, for, for to the jackpot area. Fair enough. Well, so well, if maybe if, that offer were to get on the table at some point in the future. Well, let me promise this. If 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 I don't have the facilities upgraded by that time, would you allow me because I, so I think the Howard Johnson's might have might be closed down. Um, in fact, I think it might have closed down in 1991. But um, we, we do have a, a really nice Best Western. I know that's across the bridge uh, about 10 minutes away. And we could definitely, definitely hook you up with a room or two there. Um, yeah, now, and, now you're uh, speaking my language and, and you wouldn't even have to put me up. I would put my own self up. I, I actually just appreciate it that you actually are going to all this effort to even make suggestions, uh, which is way more than you did the other day when you were just basically like, yeah, we can go to McDonald's or whatever you said. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong <laughs> no. with that either. No, that's that. I, I mean, I'm Tennessee did it. I mentioned McDonald's and I said that, uh, if you took him to McDonald's, he probably put out. That's what I said. <laughs> Jack, yeah, I was thinking well, something well, else. Did, did you hear what I said? There's nothing wrong with going to McDonald's. Tennessee went to McDonald's quite a few times. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you make a good point. Uh, let me move on to something else real quick. These Tennessee people, <laughs> it doesn't, whether they have a point about Stetson Bennett or not, that's not the point. These people are outraged about something different every other day. These Tennessee people. For a team that went 10-2 and and has had their best season in 24 years, to be this mad all season long is hilarious. They're mad they're not as good as Georgia. They're mad they can't beat Georgia. They're mad they had to play on the road at Georgia. They're mad they had to play on the road at South Carolina. They're mad they're ranked behind Alabama. They're mad they're not going to the Sugar Bowl. They're mad because they thought they had to go to the Cotton Bowl. They're mad Hendon Hooker ain't winning the Heisman. Hello, he plays for Tennessee, dummy. Tennessee players don't win Heismans. They're not good enough. This really doesn't have anything to do with Stetson Bennett or Hendon Hooker. They're still mad because T. Manning wasn't able, wasn't good enough, not T. Manning, Peyton Manning, T. Manning. Peyton Manning wasn't good enough to win a natty, and Stetson Bennett is. Peyton Manning didn't win the Heisman. They're still mad. That's what this is about. They're constantly mad. They're out. <coughs> they're outraged. It's outrage culture gone 
uh, wild. These Tennessee fans wake up in the morning mad and then figure out the reason after they log on to Twitter. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they, they're mad. The Peyton didn't win the national championship. And then, then, then his backup turned around, and took all those same players the next year, and won the damn thing. <laughs> I wonder how pissed off they're going to be when wins the Orange Bowl. I mean, they're they're the quote big orange, right? And Clemson goes and Orange Bowl. I wonder what I wonder how pissed I, off. They're I don't know. I'm not sure that's happening, but well, we'll see. I mean, hey, well, welcome to the program. Good evening. Uh, well, guess what? We get to play the Tater Man. <laughs> and I, here's here's the thing on that, and and I'm gonna stick by this until uh, at least we get a little bit closer to the game. None of us can realistically say how that game is going to show out because we don't know who's going to be there to play. We really don't. Yeah. So, I mean, I could sit, I mean, in my mind, you know, fuck Tennessee forever, but in reality, I don't know. I don't know if Clemson's going to be playing with their third string offensive line. I have no clue. I have no clue what Tennessee's going to have out there. And no realistic fan does, by the way. I mean, you could sit here and throw yeah. all this bullshit out there. Rob, but in Rob reality, set, Rob's know. setting himself up for disappointment if you don't. No, you I, I've already said, I, I've already, look, I'm going on the record. I want Clemson to win. I think they can win. It's not like we're going to, we're going to go out onto the field and they're going to, they're going to treat us like they treated Vanderbilt or like how South Carolina treated them. It's not like they're going to come out and score 63 <laughs> points on us. That's not fucking going to happen. So, no, I, I'm not buying that at all. So, yeah, I mean, look, Clemson can win that game. Clemson's actually favored. Las Vegas thinks Clemson's going to win that game. So there's that too. By four. Yeah, they're favored by four points. And look, uh, Vegas doesn't get uh, Vegas wasn't built by making bad decisions. Can Clemson lose? Yeah, Clemson can lose. I mean, it's this to say that they couldn't is silly because I don't know who's going to be out there. I really don't. Yeah, what, so what are they saying about Will Shipley? Like, is he Look, leaving? I, he, is he... I don't think he's – I haven't heard anything about Will Shipley leaving. Pigskin Pete's in the chat, but maybe he's heard something I haven't. Uh, hey, I haven't heard what, was there is there a rumor that he's leaving? Yeah, um, like, I, I was hearing rumors. Apparently, uh, he might, like, transfer out or something. I don't know how true that is, but I was hearing apparently he I, might transfer uh, he has not entered the transfer portal yet. So right. there's that. I, I, yeah, I, I, I think he's I, I think that poor kid's probably stuck on dumb. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, we and I, I'm not I'm not shitting on what you say you heard on Twitter, but I think with the folks that Chip. I know that are up there, I, I think I would have heard something. You're not twitting, you're not twitting on what he heard on shitter. Is that what I said? Uh, I thought I said I thought I said I'm not shitting what you heard on Twitter. I thought that's what I said. You did. I was just making a funny on it. Damn it. Oh well, fuck. Yeah. I, damn it. I ruined I ruined Jackpot's line. It's late. My bad, Jackpot. But, but you know, like, like for example, with Tennessee, uh, there's two players that we're expecting not to play, and that's Byron Young and Jeremy Banks on defense. Because I think uh, Byron Young's already accepted his thing for the Senior Bowl. He still might play. Like he's not come out and said. Oh, I'm not going to play. And same thing with Jeremy Banks. We're just expecting them not to. And, you know, the question is going to be, uh, how is Joe Milton going to look? Because from what I've been hearing is that if Joe Milton, 
looks bad, like if he looks like the old Joe Milton from last year, then they're going to probably go hit, hit the portal. And I've been hearing that they might try to go get Sam Hartman from Wake Forest. Uh, Devin That's Leary, by the way, from NC State is in the mix. And there was talk uh, that he was like a French Heisman candidate, but who knows at this point. Well, I heard that yeah, Nick, Nick, he, he, I thought Nico Mafama was the second coming. Nico Leo Maliava. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah it's just I, I, I don't want him to get rushed. That's all it is. I, I want him to come in when he's ready. I, I'm I'm afraid of him getting rushed up and his confidence getting killed. We'll see. Who knows? I mean, we'll find out next year. But like I said, I expect it to be a hell of a game. I, I don't look, and I I think it'll be an entertaining game. And and let let's be honest, there's going. To, I mean, Clemson will have. Uh, I think. For, well, obviously, uh, Klubnik's going to play. Uh, from the ACC championship game, Klubnik should have started that game anyway. No one's going to tell he me that. He's been playing when, way before. I, we, that's the, I'm talking about just for the season that's Yeah, ahead. no, they would have probably beat South Carolina if he'd been playing before, right? I, stop it, Jackpot. All I'm saying is, no, is that. No, he's serious. Uh, have, they probably would have. <laughs> I doubt yeah. that. But okay. And, and that's the thing, jackpot. jackpot, Jackpot, he's probably sitting over laughing like, ha ha, you, you, two, you two piece of shit teams. I kicked both of your asses. We'll get to see who wins the loss to South Carolina Bowl. It's, it's the Beamers Bitches Bowl. Yeah, that's that's what Jackpot calls it is, the Beamer's Bitches Bowl. But look, Clemson will have a, a good bit. They'll have uh, their receivers from this year, with the exception of Nagata. Uh, on the off on the defensive line, they should have uh, some folks there as well. I, I don't know, man. It, it just depends on who's there. Hey, man, caller, I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Super Chats really quick here. Big Barney Ross says, do you think South Carolina missed a golden opportunity to hire Scott Satterfield as their OC? <laughs> Thank you for that, sir. And, we missed uh, the opportunity to hire him as coach a few years ago. Yeah, he lied about interviewing there. Fuck that guy. Uh, Uncle Lou says, I'd consider an official visit to Columbia if Rob promises to take me to California Dreaming in the old train station, and he has to wear sleeves the whole time that I'm there. Look, I mean... What'd you say? I saw Rob. Rob saw Rob yeah. wearing sleeves when we went to the baseball game. He wore a t-shirt, and he also wore sleeves when we did the live show last year. And like, went him wearing sleeves is almost like he was naked. If that makes any sense to you, I think Brock's right with that. That's a tough ask. We may have to negotiate there on that. I mean, I, you know. I mean, I love the salad at California Dreaming, so we could go there. Why not? Is that? Uh, and I'm not. I'm not being uh, silly. Because uh, is that still open? Yeah, yeah. It's in the rail station that's down there. It's right in the heart of South Carolina's campus. Look, if you go, if all it's that happens, Assembly Street. Yeah, is it still right on Assembly the, Street. Yeah, by the liquor store. Uh, welcome the ghetto to the liquor program. store or the regular one. No, the greens, the big, like, super, like, I mean, well, all, everything's ghetto on the South Carolina campus, but the greens. <laughs> the greens. <laughs> what? There's nothing down there. There's fucking trains and trains and shit and a Sonic. There's nothing appealing about that fucking campus. You know that. 
Welcome to the program. Good evening. Ladies, it has been a while. Uh, I've been on a crazy work schedule. I apologize for not calling uh, in. Someone requested your presence hold on, earlier. Hold on, hold on. So crazy work schedule or, you know, you were in a monastery just hoping that Stetson Bennett would get you to the playoffs? Uh, I don't know who this Stetson Bennett is you speak of. Um, well, I, he's a national championship winning quarterback for the University of Georgia, but I guess a Texas A&M fan like you doesn't know who that is. So, yeah, I, I tuned in just in time to hear Jack Pot describing what you look like naked. I, I, please. No, can, see, can someone you're you're, you're missing things. He said that if I wear shirts, it's like I'm being naked. That's what he's implying. OK, well, I'll, I'll have to take his Me, word. Meaning that it's, meaning that it's kind of strange and shocking and, and kind of bold to see it all at once. Yeah. Yeah. All of that might have been uh, far too kind to uh, picturing the man there naked. But uh, listen, I heard you guys mentioning Satterfield. I do want you to know, uh, Jackpot, if Satterfield found himself on the, on the sideline in Athens, Kirby would turn that man into a genius. He'd be winning awards left and right. That's what he does. Well, you know what? We have Scott Satterfield or uh, the what was Marcus Satterfield? Let's let you know what uh, I'm going to give Kirby Smart credit because he took a, he took a notion from Nick Saban and he took in bastard uh, pieces of shit coaches and he turned them into decent coaches. Maybe that maybe that's what he's trying to do there. That's why he got uh, Will Muschamp, destroyer of two SEC programs. So yeah, Kirby yeah. Smart's trying to find the, the the Nick Saban way. So. Good for him for mentoring uh, coaches that aren't worth a fuck. Yeah, well, you know what? If if my team were the third best team in the ACC, I'd be bitter too, Rob. Now I know you just want a, a so-called championship, but we all yeah, know they, that was that was not legit. Um, I'm sorry, they didn't lose an ACC game all year, and they won the championship. So I mean, if you want to just sit around oh, and right. spend lies all night, then that's fine. They, hey, hey, uh, I, I want to interject a fun fact that I read a while ago, and I didn't even realize this, but it's true. Do you know that Clemson is the only team in the playoff era to in Power Five to go undefeated in their conference and not make the playoffs? Yep, that's a cross that we bear. Yeah, I, I did. I did misspeak there, Rob. And I apologize. I forgot that South Carolina was not in ACC. That that was my fault. Well, my South fault. Carolina generally plays like a SoCon team, so I can understand why you don't realize that they're in the SEC. I can understand that. Think things happen. People okay. Get upset. So, so next question, where did I wind up in the uh, Pickums contest? Uh, dead fucking last. You've seen the standings. You are dead fucking last. Zero for 190 or whatever the hell it was. You were fucking yeah. terrible. Congratulations, sir. I, By I, the way, we normally got, give a golden You didn't even phoenix. get the first question where you write your name right. Right. You didn't even that, – that's like the SAT. You get a 400 if you write your name. I had to write your name for you, and that, that means you get fucking nothing. We normally give a golden penis, and this is not a joke. Mike Muse from Callaway's won it last year. Uh, I didn't buy one this year, but if you get into the Pick'em contest uh, for next year and you finish dead fucking last, you will get a golden penis trophy shipped to you. Not a joke. It's sitting at Callaway's bar. It's, it's lifelike, too. I've seen it before. I mean, time. it actually... It, it, no lie, I mean, it, it's shaped just like, I mean, it even has veins. Yeah, it's a penis. Rob, Not a joke. Something something tells me I'm going to have to pry that golden penis out of your cold, dead hand. <laughs> you better 
I mean, I, I, I mean, you don't have the. I got nothing. Fuck off, Peg and Megan. You got me. <laughs> so I'm. I've got a. I've got an idea for a line of Carolina jackpot merchandise. Some shirts. Um, one of them does involve the golden penis. Mm-hmm. About about begging Megan having it on lockdown. Yeah. Um, the other, I would love a. Uh, I would love a. Uh, what is what does Carolina call their colors? Shit and dark shit. What, what, what are your colors, JP? Garnet and black. Garnet and black. Yeah, same thing. Um, I would love a garnet and black teacher that says "Snatch lowers cholesterol," and then. You know, that, <laughs> No, I I would wear I a snatch lowers cholesterol t-shirt. We should we should I, I yeah. I've been telling Jackpot that I want to start a uh, a store for this program. And I haven't done it yet. Yeah. And the one tells me that too, because there's other things that we we can put out there that that Jackpot said too that's really funny. But that's definitely yeah. one of them. Snatch lowers your cholesterol. <laughs> so and I want to speak from experience here. Um, Anybody who, you know, during the heat of the summer or maybe a couple of months from now, you get to missing uh, football season, send that man a link to some uh, some live streams he did this year because they were the absolute most golden, funniest things on YouTube concerning college football. Best YouTuber in the nation. Guys, hey, I'll let you go. I got to run. All right, sir. Have a great right, day. Thank you. My my favorite uh, jackpot stream that I, I the the one where he was having a battle with his Christmas tree. <laughs> That's so up. Uh, that was last year's uh, Carolina Clemson game. I think That's just funny as shit. Uh, it's funny as shit. And and by the way, for folks over there, I will make sure for the pick'em challenge for next season. Uh, we will have a golden penis trophy, and if you finish dead last, that's what you will get. That was a that was a, a classic live stream. Let me do a reenact reenactment of what I did. Like I, what, I don't know. Like during one of the, the Will Shipley touchdown run, I like I took a magazine and I I really abused this magazine. I took it. I was like, no, that, that's great, but. The the best part was you stand like it's like you knocked over like the you were fighting with the Christmas tree. I, people, I were, the people, no, people were people people the the, they were they were making fun of the tree and we got curtains behind it and 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 it, they're it's like a tri curtain and I was pulling them out and kind of trying to slide the tree back so I could take these curtains and kind of cover the tree up. And maybe loop them around the tree a little bit and hold it there so they couldn't see it. And I, I had it steady. I was like, there you go. <laughs> now you can't make fun of it. And all of a sudden, the curtains just like fell off of it. And <laughs> the tree again. Uh, yeah, pretty funny. All right, caller, go ahead. What you got? Caller, go. That would be you, caller. Speak. Hello, Mr. 208 area code. Go. Or don't. I don't know what happened to him there, Jackpot. <clears throat> All right, 803-470-2905. Let's see here. Uncle Lou says Jackpot can turn red faster than any human being. But yeah, I can go from snowman to beat in like 0.10 seconds. Very good. Uh, caller, welcome to the program. 
thank you for contributing to the show with absolutely nothing. 803. Well, these people can't even operate a phone. What the fuck is wrong with them? I don't know. I mean, the, the, the phone lines work. We haven't messed with them. So 803-470-2905. And people can sit here and text and, and, and play on their thing and, and download dozens of apps on their cell phone. But you just ask them to speak into a phone on a radio show and they can't do it. It's ridiculous. Somebody, somebody was telling me the other day about, um, and I use Pigskin Pete as an example. He uh, gives people the StreamYard link and lets them come in uh, that route. I, I I like the idea of I don't give a shit who's calling. I don't need to screen you out. Just fucking call. Like, let's see. Who is this person? Jerry uh, Wilson. Jack is. Going to Duke's Mayo Bowl. Any advice on eating in Charlotte? Yeah. I mean, uh, if you're going to Charlotte, just stay away from any place that has bars on the windows. You should be fine. Yeah. Caller, what do you got? Yeah, I just have one question. Um, Jack, would that golden penis give you a golden shower? No, it's yes. People are people are upset with it. I mean, see, people are going to compete for the golden penis now. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey. Hi. Hey, how y'all doing today? We've been doing a lot better if you turned down your monitor back there, buddy. But what you got for the show? Okay, hang on a second. I just wanted to holler at Jackpot and tell him I'm a huge fan of his, but I sure enjoy his content, But and I'm also a Tennessee fan. Thank you, sir. There you go. What's your name? Hey, you Jackpot? Yes, sir. Jackpot, are you there? Hey, yeah. uh, have you ever been live to a Tennessee-South Carolina game? Yes. Yeah. How long have you been keeping up with all this nonsense? What? I mean, my I was there in '92. Was you at that game? No, I wasn't at that one. I watched yeah. it though. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean that that was brutal for Tennessee fans. I mean, not as brutal as what happened a couple of weeks ago. But you know, you guys have been in I mean, you you guys have been a thorn in our side for a while cuz 92 ended majors and then what? 2008 ended former. Yeah, well, um t- Tennessee messed up our season in 2013 when we uh should have won the SEC East um but didn't. <laughs> Because uh, Steve Spurrier doesn't know how to use his timeouts, but uh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Well, anyway, I just wanted to holler at you and say, I sure enjoy your stuff, man. Thank you, brother. All right, thank you, sir. Uncle uh, Lou says, Yeah, who could forget that 1992 Tennessee versus South Carolina? Yeah, I'll give you a brief synopsis on it. Uh, we won by one point, they went for two instead of kicking the extra point because you couldn't have overtime back then. And um, we stopped him. And Todd Ellis on the radio said, oh, we don't care. We don't care. Um, okay. Miss Pete says we she did. loves the painting of the old Cooper River Bridge in the background. Thank you, Miss Pete, for uh, and watching the show. We appreciate you. Rob told me one time he was going to let me have that, but then it, it fell through. So. I, t- I oh, Wait a minute. I, I promised you the, the painting over here. I don't remember doing that, but. He did. Um, he said I, I, I could get. Okay. All right. Were, were we, like he was gonna were we a, drinking? A 
were we drinking? Because I don't remember that. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go back to the phones. Welcome Hello? to the program. Good evening. Hello. 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 Am I on? Yeah, sure. Hello. Hello. It'd be a lot better, Uncle Lou, if you actually turned up your monitor and you could hear yourself talking. That would be better. So there's that. Uh, let's go back out to the phones. All right. Well, maybe not. 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. If you'd like to join us here on the program. Uh, Billy says he's been under that bridge many times when he was a kid in the Navy in 74 to 77. And damn, you are an old, you're old, Billy. <laughs> we'll pick a Travis says that, uh, it was the legendary Bob Fulton. Like, I know it was. I just, I, I just wanted to do the. We repeat Tom Ellis. We don't care. We don't care. We don't oh, care. Oh, we don't care. We don't care. You know, well, I guess this year, you know, they, they actually did cycle out. So, I mean, he wasn't necessarily wrong. He just said it about five years too early. Fair enough. Ray Bob says he lived under a bridge once. That's true. Okay. If that's true, okay. Mm. Anyway. I fished under uh, one once. Mm, cool. Uh, 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. As uh, we take some calls here, if you would like to uh, join the program. Jackpot on Sunday, we're going to talk about the bowl game that you want to watch that doesn't involve your team and isn't a CFP game because I've already picked mine out because everybody's going to watch the CFP and you're going to watch your team. But is there another bowl that you're looking at? You're like, eh, Hmm, I want to watch that game. I've got mine picked out. So there's that. Marcus Satterfield said he had sex under a bridge once. No, sir. I don't think that was a bridge. I think that was in prison, which is where you should go for stealing money from South Carolina. Cause that's what you did for two years. Fuck off. You're stealing money. You stole money, Marcus Satterfield. Get the fuck out he of here. He did. Every time he cast a damn paycheck. Yeah. Fucking whoever had to do that in accounting. Man, we, i got to send this motherfucker. Brock Lee says, I think, Megan, I think Megan Mullen would love to have the golden penis trophy. That's something we haven't uh, approached that here on the show. And, and look, so like, uh, I guess he said on Sirius XM radio, um, I guess Dan Mullen was giving an interview on there uh, the other day, which is like, I guess, is that the only the only medium that will carry him now? But uh, anyway, I was serious XM. He said, they're going to hire a great offensive coordinator. It's just not going to be me. Okay, well, you know what? I mean, I didn't really want that fucktard anyway. Uh, yeah, he's a good offensive mind in that, but I mean, how many millions would they have had to shill out for his damn services? And Who's to say that he'd be able to do anything more than what Marcus Satterfield did? Then he'll go dress up like fucking Darth Vader. I mean, Shane Beamer's not going to go for that. I'm sorry. He's not, I mean, what Star Wars character would Shane Beamer dress up like if <laughs> Mullen dressed up with his Darth Vader costume on? Well, Shane Beamer would be young Anakin Skywalker. Uh, he wouldn't be. He's uh -oh. not going to be. Yeah, that's, that's who he would be. He wouldn't be Darth Vader. He'd be young Anakin. That's what Shane Beamer would be. <laughs> Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> no, that, that that's Pete Limbo. <laughs> or <laughs> Yoda's probably Billy in the chat. <laughs> Welcome to the program. Good evening. 
Hey, Rob and Kale. Um, I got oh. a question for Jackpot real quick. I know he just sure. recently got a decommit from uh from Greenville. What does he have to say about that? I heard he's going to the Somerville, uh, Charleston area. Do you have any comments on that, Jackpot? Well, I mean, I I I kind of um was was kind of shocked by the news last night. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm going to continue to plug away. Um, I mean, all I can do is is go out and try to find another recruit. Probably not going to give me as much fulfillment as this one, but you know, I guess second best <laughs> is uh, better than nothing left. All right, call. So Thank you. Raw I hey, I love the show. Love the show, right. guys. Keep it up. Appreciate Thank you. It. All right, uh, 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. Billy says, "Kale, don't do sleepovers." <laughs> Miss Pete invited. Yeah, my name's not Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, Miss Pete invited well, you. Re- well, I mean, really though, you you can't make fun of him that much anymore, can you? Yeah, I can. He's a fucking joke. He told he told his team not to eat chicken because it was a foul bird. He oh he slept overnight with a kicker at his house. The motherfucker's weird, jackpot. Uh, well, he's weird, but he's going to the playoffs and that. Well, that's fine. Miss Pete says uh, you should come down to Somerville. Are you going to accept that or not? Uh, I don't know. T-shirt for you. I don't know. Jerome says you can't leave your recliner. That that's not that's not nice, sir. That's not nice at all. He's not totally wrong. I mean, it needs someone to babysit it. You remember the other week it said it needed someone to spread hot butter on it. Yeah, I mean, your 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 recliner is uh, it has a filthy mouth. It needs to. You got to make sure that something's there to take care of it. So I can understand that. Eight zero three seven zero two nine zero five eight zero three four seven zero two nine zero five. Uncle Lou uh, says Pete is letting me sleep in his armadillo trap in his backyard. Damn it! Did you know that we we've got those things in the upstate, man? There was something dead uh, in the road while I was working the Uncle, other day. Uncle Lou's or gophers? What are you talking about? Or the armadillos? Which, which armadillos? One? There was something uh, weird, but dead, right, almost in the edge of the road, like almost in the grass, but not quite. It was still on the pavement, and I slowed down to look, and the tail was long and. And scaly, and I said, and and then there's this big nasty shell over here, and a bunch of a big pile of blood. I'm like, good God, that's a damn armadillo! Hmm. How's that thing doing up here? I don't know. Looking for your house. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Not been. Hey, Rob. Remember Hi. the score is thirty-one to thirty. Okay, sir. I also uh, saw a uh, I saw a dead coyote. Uh, on the side of the interstate the other day. That's a sight you don't see a lot. Jackpot, you should just have like your own like roadkill cafe with all this dead shit you're finding. I, yeah, right. I mean, I like it. I should just do videos like riding around to show you what I've discovered on the side of the road. Snakes. I mean, well, no, um, the, you, foxes. You should, you, should go, you should go from beginning to end. You You take like if you get said armadillo. You scoop it up and then you bring it home and you you have the missus cook it and then you talk about uh, whether she was fast with it. What is it? What's the jackpot rating system? I can't remember. But put put the uh, the road kill to the test there. See if the the spat scale. The yeah. See see how the missus does with the uh, the road kill. That could be good. 
That's just weird. I don't want to eat. I don't want to eat it. I just thought it was. How do we? How do we get stuck on this? Talking about eating the roadkill. I was just talking about the fact that I didn't know there were armadillos up here, and then all of a sudden we're turning into talking about her boiling up a dead coyote. Not dead coyote. We were talking about the armadillo. You should have her cook the armadillo. Just trying to help yeah. with food costs, sir. The economy's crazy. No, I think it'd probably be tough. Kind of like nickel steak. I I I bet the missus can make a good a good armadillo. I think she would do just fine. You should have more faith in her. Yeah, but you have to have a live one and shoot it and then dress it down like you would a deer and then do it properly. I mean, you wouldn't want to I mean, you wouldn't like you wouldn't eat cut up and eat venison that you found from a dead deer. Uh, on the side of the road. That was just nasty. I had a guy that wanted me one time. I hit a deer on the way to work years and years ago when I lived in Union, South Carolina, or, or worked in Union, South Carolina. I'm sorry, I didn't live there. But uh, uh, some mm -hmm. one of the guys that worked with, for me kept Hello? in the meat department was asking me where the damn dead deer was located at because he was going to go pick the damn thing up and take it to the damn processing plant. That's disgusting. Where's Big Barney, Ross tell us, Big Barney Ross could tell us like whether or not it's good to eat an armadillo or not. He's probably shot four or five of those this morning. Wouldn't surprise me. Big, Big Barney Ross to help us with that because he knows. All right, Jackpot. Uh, by the way, we got to get into the Callaway's Bowl Challenge. I'm going to put it in the, uh, in the comments or I'll, I'll put it in the actual description. I think I can do that. Either way, I'll, I'll comment it in the, in the, uh, I'll add it here in just a second, but hey, uh, get into that $20. You could win a pretty good size pot jackpot, right? Oh yeah. Well, it all depends on you guys. I mean, how, um, how big the pot will be. Um, yeah. Joe D says there are rats all over New York. Well, I'm sure they are. I mean, they put their garbage out in the street in the evening. Yeah. All right. So I'm posting the link right now. Make sure you get into that. Mm, there you go. Should be in the. Have you ever, the, the have you ever been to New York City, Rob? Yeah, once. That's not really my cup of tea. Yeah, well, I mean, it's weird. I mean, that's what they do, though. At like five o'clock in the evening, everybody takes their garbage in the bags. They just pile it up on, like, in the curb, and and then the the sanitation truck comes around overnight on third shift and it picks it up and they spray water. And clean the streets because I mean nobody has dumpsters. I mean they can't. I mean there's no room for them anywhere. It's crazy. I mean, and I, I think it's you know to each his own on that. But I like living on top of each other. Like I, I don't know if I want to do that. That sounds no. It's 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 a cool place to visit. Yeah. Well, Big Barney Ross says no armadillo meat for me, but Texas has smoking armadillos and many barbecue shacks. I I just thought that. I think Barney Ross may have killed four or five. Like of the those. armadillo is what smoking a cigarette or no? Like they smoke it. What? No, they like smoke it, like like barbecue it or some shit. I don't. He know. doesn't say. He didn't say Texas has smoked armadillo in the barbecue sack. Said they have smoking armadillos. Well, maybe maybe he's right. Maybe they're rolling some joints in there. Who knows? That's a good point. So, there's um, that. says we way out of here. Gamecocks program is shit and always will be. The program is a joke and will never accomplish anything. 
No athletes want to play for that shit-ass program. Jackpot will never in his life see a natty. Who fucking said that? Uh, we, Mr. We Way Out Here over uh, in the comment section. Um, wasted probably, I don't know, 30 to 45 seconds of his life typing up some dribble. Uh, let's go back out to the phones one more time. Welcome to the program. Good evening. I would love to hear the, the explanation. No no one wants to come to Carolina when we have the number one athlete in the country, five-star Nicholas Harbour, who wants to come play for our program. And I'm guessing that's a Tennessee uh, Clemson fan. Go Cox. Go Cox. That, that, that's, that's Ross a great Duncan says, I'm Jackpot. I'm in Easily. Do you go there often? No, I used to work over there for about five years, but I haven't been to Easily in a while. Uh, caller, go ahead. Hey, it's Big Barney Ross. I want to get your opinion on the uh, transfer portal NIL and opting out. Do you think this is going to turn into the equivalent of what, you know, really hurt college basketball with the one and duns? I mean, basketball is slowly evolving away from that where they realize you got to have chemistry, you know, to compete every year. Like football, you get a bunch of guys that's just in it for the money. And you're always going to have a different group or core nucleus that may not have the greatest chemistry in the world. Now, South Carolina had some good chemistry this year. If they can keep that next year, you guys can wind up second in the East. But I'll get off here and listen to what you say. Uh, well, thank you, Big Barney Ross. And, you know, my, my thing with you on that. I mean, I don't want to finish second. I want to finish first. Yeah, there you go. He wants to finish first, but you would think that John Calipari, who's been paying players forever and ever at, at Kentucky, would give a, uh, you know, give a class to Coach Stoops there so he could learn to do the same thing and learn to get one-hit wonders and guys that are only there for a year. I mean, he's he's like Project Zero on that, right? So Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he could give a professional class on how to be a douchebag. Of course he could. He could also tell you how to get what, what does he get nine million dollars from Kentucky to not have a postseason press conference when St. Peter's beats that ass? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> if you lose to St. Peter's, you should at least should at least have a press conference saying, "Okay, we suck," and take take the beating from the media for ten minutes, and then you can take well, I mean, your nine million dollars and go to Cozumel like you did. I mean, Coach K did it. I mean, he, he gave a press conference like congratulations to Mercer or whoever it was. They shit the bed again. They shit the bed a lot. So The Mercer team beat a, a, a Duke team with Kyrie Irving on it. Uh, mm -hmm. Brandon was from Lies tonight. Rob would love Calipari if he was the Clemson coach. No, I, I can't stand John Calipari. I, I cannot stand him. Can't stand that dude. I'm sorry. Daddy O says Kentucky, Iowa over and under is 31. Take the under. You might be right. You might be right. Uh, says, uh, he says he says Todd Ellis is the worst play by play guy I've ever heard. I know my yeah, God. I know you. Yeah, comment from uh, I think I've got the uh the what is what is it? Todd Ellis says he doesn't care, he doesn't care what you think. He's probably one of the best. I mean, just when I just hear his voice, like I, I want, like I want to do a live stream, like I want to, I want to 
be able to do my live stream one night where I could turn my the phone around, turn the volume down on the game, have the game being broadcast on the live stream while people can watch my reaction. Then I can have Todd Ellis like turn up full volume because I'm not going to get hit with a copyright thing for that, I don't think. Um, but uh, they're not like in sync though. I mean, the Todd Ellis is like at least 15 to 30 seconds ahead of the TV. So, uh, Bo Honey says South Carolina has the most important thing right now, and that's confidence. If that carries over into next year, there'll be a handful. You know, you might be right. Uh, Jody really? says one of the bowl picks have to be in uh, uh, December 16th, I think he said. December the 16th is the cutoff. The first game's at like 1130. So have your stuff in and uh, and you'll be good to go on that. All right. Um, Jackpot, you got anything else you want to go over, man? Oh, well, let's take one more call since they're calling here. Uh, this is probably, I bet this caller's awesome. Welcome to the program. Good evening. I have a question for Jackpot. Um, Jackpot, do you think, Shane Beamer has more of a ceiling than Steve Spurrier did while he was here. And I have one more question. I'll get off and listen to y'all. But um, what's y'all's opinion on the Notre Dame-Carolina game? Go Cops. Okay. First, what did he say about Shane Beamer and He said, Steve does Spurrier? Shane Beamer have, have an opportunity to have a higher ceiling than Steve Spurrier had at South Carolina? Uh, that's going to be tough. Yes, because he's young. And he, I mean, if they give him time, the short answer is yes, just because he's young, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, only losing two games a year for three years in a row, it's going to be a tough feat to, uh, you know, accomplish and beat. But I mean, it could be, he could have a longer run of sustained success there, I think. But he's just got to get the right coaching staff together. So that's what it's all about getting the right coaching staff together and, and keeping them there and keep it coherent. And then he said something about the Notre Dame South Carolina matchup. Look, uh, I, I'll do the the Rob Copout answer. Um, I don't know who's going to be playing. No, I'm no I, 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 uh, no, I mean, I, I said point blank. I want. I think Clemson's going to win. So, I think if South Carolina right. can uh, can find figure out some way in those fifteen or sixteen practices, whatever it is that they get before the bowl. Uh, to stop the Notre Dame run game, stack the box, figure out how to make whoever the hell is going to be playing quarterback for them, beat them through the air uh, with no Michael Mayer, uh, who's hit the transfer portal, um, then I think South Carolina should be able to beat them. I mean, Notre Dame does not impress me. It's, I, mean, I mean, hell, they lost to Marshall. Barely beat Cal. They lost to Stanford, for God's sake. And they ain't they that good. They lost to the tree. Yeah, the other they thing lost, is they sure. lost to the tree, uh, another team that uh, fired their coach. So yeah, I think South Carolina should be able to take should be able to beat them. Well, they're not going to have their their starting quarterback either. He hit the transfer portal, so they yeah you know, he hit the transfer portal. He wasn't he, he wasn't even any good. So yeah, so if he's the best that they had, and he wasn't really that fucking good. So did you say uh, what what's up? What's the deal with how many times can you? Get into the transfer portal. I mean, is it just unlimited now? Because is yeah, JT Daniels winning the transfer portal again? What is he like? Thirty? Yeah, uh, I mean, he, he's thirty-five. First of all, let's get that correct, and it'll be his fourth team in four years, basically. I think. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, he's went from from Southern Cal to Georgia, 
to West Virginia to now he's going to go somewhere else. And what part of the country? He hasn't been up north. He needs to transfer up to the northeast. So maybe he hit, he hit Syracuse. I don't know. Maybe Buffalo. Will you wear a JT Daniels Gamecock jersey if he comes here? Uh, no, because I don't wear jerseys. But I might say that somebody else's was cool or something. Yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys. We'll look at it on uh, on Sunday, where we'll uh, we'll talk about some bowl games and whatever oh, else. Um, we didn't even talk about Deion Sanders. We got it. We, damn it. Yeah. Somebody, somebody here. They said Jason Brown uh, was a Gamecocks quarterback back in the portal. Up, oh, he's going to be yes. doing that spin move for somebody else. That that'd be his fourth team in as many years too, right? Fourth team in five years. He's he's the he's the Will Muschamp of quarterbacks. He's just destroyed two programs basically, and he's going to go somewhere else. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, with, with Coach Prime. Um, I you know I don't I don't know what to make of this dude. I mean, with his uh, what, what was it he said? Uh, told them all says says I, I got my own luggage. It's Louie. I'm bringing Louie with me. So y'all uh, need to I'm hit that part- portal again. I mean, what? Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean it's okay to I guess go in there with brass balls. And look, I mean, I I kind of like I kind of look at something like that, like you know. You better be pretty certain that um, what what you're going to be bringing in is actually going to come, okay? And you also better be certain that that it's actually better than what you've got because I mean, what kind of evaluation? Is he, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know what makes what makes him great. I mean, I really don't. I mean, he he you know he played like the uh, the most taffy schedule in Division One. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, he won a bunch of games, um, with a bunch of good talent, but I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I look the, the whole thing with him there, I, I don't know if that's going to work or not. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, he's, he is, uh, he's brought to coaching what he had on the field where it was just over the top marketing himself and, you know. <laughs> I saw the uh, the press conference where he was there, and he had his son there with him. And his son is going from a school where he was comfortable at to now you're going to Colorado. You could tell his son was like, man, this is some bullshit. I'd rather be down in Mississippi than going back up to Colorado. The look on his face was just like, oh, damn it. <laughs> what a mess that is. So. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like it just doesn't seem like a real I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a, a fit from a, a cultural standpoint to me. Yeah, I, mean, I I don't know. I mean we'll see where that goes, but uh, if he can get players to come there, which he hasn't had issues doing that. Um the big thing though is if you look at he's getting like a five million dollar assistant pool, which is one of it's like one of the highest in the in the conference. So, you know, he'll have money to go and get guys as far as um, assistant coaches, et cetera. I just wonder what's going to happen if he goes like, let's say that he gets some players. Well, he, he named for his offensive coordinator. He he's named as his his OC, the, uh, the guy who just got fired from his job at Kent State as the head coach. So, OK, we're taking Kent State leftovers, Kent State castoffs to be the uh, 
um, offensive coordinator at a, a Power Five program. Great start there, buddy. Great start. Uh, I mean, he's got to get somebody to go there, but the crazy—I I just don't know—and and I think that I think Josh Pate said this on his show. How's he going to do when he loses games? Because first of all, he's probably going to turn over seventy-five percent of that roster, but you're still going to have growing pains anyway. They went what one and one and eleven last season. Yeah, they, won one they game play out of their cow. minds and they win four games, but four games gets you jack shit. You know, I wonder how he's going to yeah. act when that happens. So uh, it was like, whoa, you improved from one to one win to four wins. Well, no, I mean, he's already set the bar for himself so damn high that there's no way that he's going to be able to reach said bar. Just not. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Glenn says he'll be playing TCU the first game next year. We'll find out early. Yeah. Papa B says Fickle, Luke Fickle left for more money. He left for, yeah. To, to go to uh, Wisconsin, he says. So did Brom. So Brom left uh, Purdue. Do? Yeah. So Brom decided, hey, I'm going to leave Purdue and go to Louisville. What the hell is that all about? Well, uh, that's where he's. That. The, uh, he was a. Uh, he's a, a Louisville. Um, I, he played quarterback there, he, didn't he? Well, yeah. Yeah. So I I don't know. And then and where where did Satterfield go? Satterfield went to Cincinnati. Satterfield right? went to Cincinnati, and you know Louisville's playing Cincinnati in their bowl game. <laughs> what a shithole! Are you serious? Yeah. So he left Louisville and went to a Power Five program. Which I mean, Cincinnati's not. I mean, a non-Power Five program. Cincinnati's not go, is going to be Power Five next year, though. Not next year, the year after, I think they're going to the Big Twelve. So it's that it, it's a Power Five job. So it's a lateral move. Well, but th yeah, they're playing each other in a bowl game. So, but man, damn Louisville! How I must suck to be you to think you know what I'm going to leave. Our coach is going to leave here and go to Cincinnati. Like who? The f what the fuck is that all about? I don't even know, man. That's crazy. All right, Jackpot. It's been a good show, man. We'll talk to you guys on Sunday. Thank you for tuning in this evening. Uh, you can also download this show as a podcast. Search it out. It's a Robin Kale show. Uh, we had a record number this year, folks, that downloaded the podcast. So thank you for that. And uh, with that, uh, I think we're done. You guys have a great weekend. Thank you. All right, Jackpot.